Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. So, this is Mikey, the worn-out half of the Black Millionaire Marriage Podcast, and this is my indie, episode number 78, Confidence is Key. As you know, we are dropping two episodes a week, one on Sunday and one every Wednesday, and this Wednesday, it's my turn. I wanted to start by thanking anybody and everybody for the uh, the feedback from my daddy, indie, my daddy issues, Indy. Uh, I really appreciate everyone who took the time to reach out. It was honestly a little overwhelming. Um, just how many of you could understand and relate to what I was feeling. If you haven't heard that yet, please go back and listen to it. But, you know, I got really good feedback and I really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't yet gotten a, re- a response to your email, please know that I still plan to reply to everybody. Just an update. Uh, I did add WhatsApp to my phone and I added him as a contact, but I could not bring myself to call him. I just couldn't do it. Uh, he actually ended up calling, though, the next day. While I was driving, taking Drew to daycare in the morning and I just couldn't answer. I couldn't do it. I'm going to figure out my next move later and I will let you know how that goes. But that's that on that. Let's get into it. Mother lover, you gon' love this. Graduated from a rebel to a revolutionary in my area. They love this. I'm a wreck it like a revenant engine. Heaven's ascension. Every dimension. Give me attention. Look at my soul. Look at my heart. Look at my hope. Got the world on my back, but I carry it though. Tell them God got my hand. I ain't letting it go. What had happened was, uh, what happened was, is my confidence has faded. Uh, this year has been extremely rough for all the reasons previously mentioned in any episode. If you've ever listened to us talk as a couple, we've been tried, but as an individual, I feel like I don't have the stamina anymore to really keep up with all that needs to be done. And I'm just having a rough time with it. And usually if I have a hard time talking about this stuff on the podcast, probably means I need to get it out. So I just want to talk about that. Uh, my confidence has faded. It is very, very low. And I just want, I've been trying to figure out why. And so what I wrote out was I tried to figure out like what, 
what my confidence is like grounded in. Like, why is my confidence faded and what can I do to get it back? And this is just some of the ideas that I had. So I've come to the conclusion that my confidence is grounded in my ability, me feeling like I am living up to my potential, my success and my wins and tangible evidence like rewards and praise. Not a lot of wins <laughs> this season, this year. Uh, not a lot of rewards or praise because things have just been hard. And to be honest, I don't really know where they're supposed to come from. Like other than my wife and my daughter who like laughs at me, um, I really don't see a lot of that. And I'm, I'm losing confidence in my ability because I'm not really living up to the expectations that I've set for myself. And I think that that is the bigger issue. I am like my wife. I'm an achiever. I like to set goals and I like to reach them. Even in falling short of my goals, I still happen to, how do I put this? Even in falling short, I still like succeed in a way. Like I always get close to what I'm trying to do or just accomplish it. And I, I, I accomplished a lot this year, um, especially in switching to this new career and finishing this program and becoming a father. But things have just gotten harder than ever. Um, and I've been trying to really figure out like my existence. I've been contemplating what I am, who I am now that I'm a father on top of being a husband, on top of being a man, on top of being a person. And it's just, it's gotten harder um, as this year has gone on. And I don't know, I, I've always prided myself on fighting and, you know, having the energy to do what needs to be done. And I'm just kind of running out of it. And I don't really have a lot of people to like bounce this kind of, these kind of like ideas off of. Not a lot of men. Like I, I, I was raised by women. I'm very close to the women in my family and, and I know that they can relate to, to having a hard time and being tired, but not from the perspective of like a man. Um, it's just different lived experiences. Just like I can't 100% relate to everything that, that, uh, that drains my wife. Like while I get it and I sympathize and I empathize, I don't live her experiences. And, you know, we have these tribes and these people who we talk to and in a way, I think that my wife benefits from having all of these women around her. And in a way I do too, but I also feel like, like I'm alone on this Island, just struggling. And there are people who are telling me how to like swim, but they're not really showing me because we just don't look the same, you know? And so while my faith is strong, um, I pray every day, pray over my girls. I pray over our future. I pray over myself last. My faith is strong, but the energy is like just gone. We used, to, we used to say like the spirit is, is willing, but the flesh is, is weak. And, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know who or how, how men necessarily deal with this, with the burdens they have to deal with while also trying not to be a burden themselves. Uh, I think a lot of it is just, like I said, it's just steeped in my ability and the fact that I'm just not meeting the expectations I've set for myself. And I don't know if those expectations are too high or not high enough. I don't know. If what I'm doing is right half the time, my decisions haven't necessarily led us to this promised land. <laughs> like we're just still struggling. And even though I feel like in my in my heart that I'm, I'm making the right decision, it just doesn't look like it. I think I'm just waiting. I'm just ready for like the fruits of this labor because I'm getting tired of working. But the catch is, is I can't stop. Um, my wife and my daughter depend on me to keep going. But what happens when you can't go anymore? I don't know. That's what I'm thinking about. That's this is kind of just where I'm I'm stuck at. I have been fighting for everything for so long. 
what feels like all my life and probably is. And I'm, I think I'm just nearing like a real breaking point. And I don't think I've, I've felt this, this tired in, in a long time. And I'm not really seeing an end in sight. Like we have some, some goals for next year that we want to reach. And I think that planning some things ahead of time, having something to look forward to is really important. Um, for obvious reasons. Life is hard. Everybody needs a break. You need something to kind of, to, to, to break that, um, the monotony. And I'm looking forward to those things. And we had some things planned that are just falling through. And I don't know. I'm worried about what a breaking point looks like for a father and husband who's dependent upon. I don't know what that looks like. And I don't want to see it. And because of that, I have to like think about this and really attack this in a way that makes sense. So I've been thinking, what are the reasons that I believe my confidence is faded? One being my family is not where I want them to be. And family is my number one priority. My family is my number one priority. My girls mean everything. And I just want us to thrive. And I feel like we're, we're doing okay. Or we're just kind of, I think we just barely made it through this year, to be honest, which is kind of sad. And I just want better. And I think that they deserve the most. And I, I want to know, or I want to do what it is that I'm supposed to do to get us there. And I just don't feel like I am. My money is not how I want it to be. I don't think I ever been as broke in my life. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, it's, it's so, it's just different. Is different. The the financial struggles that we saw this year have shaken me. And I don't say that often, but it's been really hard. I, I don't I don't remember ever like not having a savings or not having the money to do something small, like get like a snack from the gas station. Like it's, it's just been crazy and nothing is going to plan, which is normally, you know, kind of like how we, we move. We adapt and adjust, which is just something that you should do when you are like living life. Um, I was watching something earlier while I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about on this episode, and it was uh, Ballers on HBO. If you ever get a chance to see it, if you have any interest in football or your husband does, please make him watch the show um, because it's actually hilarious. Two of the characters were talking. One of them had just had two heart attacks, and he didn't even know what was happening. His wife is a doctor. His uh, His wife is pregnant, and they have a daughter. And so he's just, you know, worried about his health, worried about himself trying to figure out if he should continue doing this job. It's causing him all this stress, but the job pays so well. And it's like really important for, you know, their girls to go to college, but it's not as important as, you know, him living and not dying. Like, and uh, he was, he was talking about renewing his contract with his boss and his boss offered him a lot of money. And he was like, I don't know if, if, uh, if I can do this, I got to, you know, talk about this with my wife, got to take some time to reconsider. He said, uh, you know, things are just hard right now. He was like, yeah, you know, things are hard. That's just life. If you want easy, then die. And I just started laughing because that's just where I'm at. Like those are my options. And obviously I'm not trying to die. So I just got to deal with it. But that thought is just starting to get more and more hard to like accept, especially with the people I have depending on me, depending on me. So I've been thinking about how I can combat this. And again, I haven't bounced these ideas off of any, any men yet. And if you're listening to this and you have something for me, please just shoot me a DM, shoot us an email, let me know. But I just been thinking like, what can I do? And I got two things. Number one is prayer. I am a firm believer that what I can't do, God can. And I've always been big, like spiritually, like I, I felt that even like, I think me and, me and God have a good relationship ultimately is what I'm trying to say. And I think the proof of that is the way my life has turned out even with all that we've been struggling with, like as, as, as great as everything has, as bad as everything has been, 
things have also just been amazing. Um, this year I watched my best friend give birth to my first child. I watched my first child go from having her leg backwards when she was born to standing up and jumping angrily on everything and trying to crawl away with the speed of, I don't know. I think my daughter is secretly the flash. It's amazing how, how high the highs have been with how low the lows have been. But I think that just one of, one of the ways that I can think of is, is just prayer. Like I, I believe that there's something on the other side of this. There's always another side. I'm just really struggling with seeing the other side. It's not even like I'm walking up a hill. It's like I'm standing in front of a wall and all that's in front of me is wall. And all I can see to the left of me is wall. Like imagine your forehead just pressed against wall and there is no moving in another direction. It's just like, all right, so I know there's something there, but I don't know anymore if I can just stand on this wall or keep bumping into this wall. And so I'm thinking like maybe there's something that I'm missing. And if I can't see it, then God help me. I'm hoping that God can. But other than prayer, my, my number two thing is, is just is help. I never want to feel like a burden. Uh, I guess tied in with my expectations of, of what it means to be a father, to be a man, to be strong is, is not being a burden on others. And I just don't want to, I don't want to have to put the weight of what I'm dealing with on other people. I hate doing that. I'm going to try to take people's stuff on and help them deal with their stuff, which is not the healthiest thing, but that's just kind of been the way that I operate. And I've been thinking a lot about that. And I've come to the conclusion that ultimately that's just pride and pride can be a, a very powerful thing, a very powerful tool. It can be something to push you or it can be something to hold you back. And in this case, I feel like it's holding me back and I'm not walking this earth alone. I'm not doing this life thing alone. And because of that, I've, I, I know that I have to lean on, on my wife. And that was a tough pill for me to swallow this week, but it is, it is what it is. Um, there are times in, in your marriage, in your relationship where one of y'all is just down and the other one has to kind of carry more of the load until things balance out. And I think mentally and emotionally, I just, I kind of, I need her right now. And it's, it's tough to accept that I just need my, my wife to be the strength right now because I, I just don't have it and I need to get mine back, but it's the truth. I I need, I need help. I need her help. I'm not too proud to do what's right for my girls ever and my mental. And I know that I just, I don't have to do this alone. So I'm not going to kill myself trying to figure this thing out. I'm going to seek help from those around me, talk to some people and kind of work through it. And I hope that there's something from what I talked about or, or I'm trying to figure out that may also help whoever is listening, because I don't think that I'm like alone in my train of thought. I think a lot of us men, I won't speak for men. My thing is that I just, I live through for my expectations that I set for myself. And maybe I'm just making things harder on myself, or maybe this is just a part of my test and my story and who I'm supposed to be. And this is just the process that I have to go through to get to where I need to be. And I mean, I'll do what I need to do, but it's just hard. And I think that it's beginning to get to, it's, it's beginning to become too much for me. And I think I need to admit that so that I can start doing something about it. So yeah, I'm going to work on that.
All right. So I'm back and I'm hydrated. <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and switch gears and go on to our second segment, Q&A. Um, so these questions were just submitted um, and sent through email. Um, nobody in particular sent them. So I'm just going to go. Uh, the first one was name three movies you will never get tired of watching. Easy. Uh, number one is Training Day. It is my favorite movie ever. Don't judge me. Uh, in college, I used to have Gangster Movie Sundays where I just play all the gangster movies I own. Training Day, uh, New Jack City, American Gangsta, Scarface, the Godfather trilogies, literally all of them. Cause that's my thing, which brought me to number two, which is paid in full. I can watch paid in full a million times. I'm pretty sure I've watched it somewhere close to the hundreds, uh, which is nowhere near training day. I lost count. And, uh, number three would be Inception. I don't know why. I just really love that movie. Cause it messed with your mind, man. I think Inception was a great movie. I actually understood it the first time watching it. Still don't know what happened at the end. And I'm unclear to this day on whether or not it was a dream or not. But yeah, those are my, those three favorite movies. I could never get tired of rewatching. Question number two. Um, this question was actually to both of us and I didn't answer. So it says, how many tattoos do each of you have and what are the meanings? Um, I have four tattoos on my left forearm. I have XXI. Born on the 21st, 21 is my favorite number, and a whole bunch of other stuff. There was a deeper meaning, but I ain't going to get too much into that. Uh, it was supposed to originally be my expiration date. Uh, I live past that, so ha. And it's just, it's the greatest, it's just my favorite number. It's my lucky number. On my right arm, I'm sorry, on my right chest, right titty, I have a crown. Um, it was a tag that I used to do. I used to do graffiti a long, long other life ago. And my tag was a crown and I got it on my chest and on my lower abs. Back when I had abs, I got the word flawed in like uh dripping letters. I meant to do like a really big piece around this, but I didn't because I had no money. So it really is just like the outline of the word flawed for obvious reasons. I am flawed uh, and I guess I needed a reminder, but I, I put like a positive spin on it. I just couldn't remember what I said. I used to use it as a pickup line. Good times. Uh, and the last one I have is on my right arm. And this is funny because this came up. Uh, my brother Prince shared a post on Instagram and I was like, Oh, I have that painting on my arm. It's a tattoo. Uh, the painting's called He Ain't Heavy. He's my brother. And it's a guy reaching over a wall to help up another man is a black dude. I actually met this artist a long time ago when I was maybe 10, nine. He was at South Dakota Mall. He was selling pictures. Um, he had, he, he, he did like a lot of like provocative, not provocative, like paintings of like black people, like black bodies, black women, black men. But I really, really liked this painting. And in college, I just like, I just decided I wanted it as a piece on my arm. So I had them do a brick wall and I had the guy reaching out, reaching down, um, around it. I had clouds and I was like, yeah, this is, you know, for obvious reasons, I believe in lifting people up. So, you know, something corny along those lines. It was really inspirational to me. So I just wanted to get that put on my arm. So, yeah, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. Google it. And the last question. Last question is what's something that you've tried that you'll never try again? That was an easy one for me. I've tried being broke. I don't want to do that shit no more. <laughs> I know that it's it's customary going into a new year to just put all these wild things out there as far as, you know, plans for what you want to do and 
Sometimes those things are, are outside of the realm of possibility, but I know it's not outside the realm of possibility for me to never be broke again. I, I, I cannot, I cannot do this shit. I don't think I'm made to be broke. I have really expensive taste. I have things that I like and that I have liked for a very long time. I could never have afforded. Um, I have dreams. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, every day I post a post to my story with the, the word daydreaming over it because I really love cars and I have goals to like fix up a classic and I'm really into interiors and I'm really into like beautiful houses and nice shit. So I would like to have something before I die. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having material goals. They're not everything to me, but it is something. And if you don't have none, that's cool, but I do. And I would like to see something come to fruition before I die like a nice car but um yeah finally i am going to leave you with this i have been doing a lot of just introspective thinking trying to understand where I'm at and what I need to do in order to move forward in a more positive way. And if if I can leave you with anything, whoever's listening to this, it would be to try. I know it may be hard, but to try to give yourself grace, Um, whatever your situation is, it's hard enough without you beating yourself up. Try to give yourself grace. Do not feel like you will be a burden if you ask for help. Um, Lean on the ones you love. Lean on people. Because you need it. Pride is powerful and it can help, but it can also hurt. Think about and recognize what it's doing for you. And I'm going to continue doing the same for me. All right. We're going to close this out. Um, please remember, if you have any questions or feedback for solo episodes, email us at blackmillmare at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 770 770- seven five zero four zero nine eight and it could be featured on future episodes uh let me know what you thought about this episode and be sure to check out our website www.blackmillennialmarriage.com and follow us on social media platforms on instagram i am mikey underscore xxi that's m-i-k-e-y underscore xxi or randy that's r-a-n-d-i-i-i-i-e-e-e-e on twitter uh we are at underscore the chapmans Randy's Twitter is at Randy with all them I's and E's again. Um, if you haven't had a chance, please check out Patreon. Uh, recent holiday mixtape has been dropped. You have a daddy journal coming to you tomorrow, actually, when this episode drops and more stuff to come. As always, you guys be blessed. Don't settle and fight clean. Peace. I'm about to let the fuels. I just need me a cup. I'ma pour me the juice. I got the juice now. I got the juice now. I got the juice now. I got the juice. Uh, I got the juice now. I got the juice now. I got the juice now. I got the juice. Hello. Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Meredith Masony. And I'm Tiffany Jenkins. We're the hosts of Take It or Leave It, a podcast where we discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. 
Join us every week where we sit down and talk about parenting, even though we don't really know what we're talking about. We have guests, we take your calls, and we get weird. Tiffany and I are just like you. We are two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. Join us on Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. ACAST recommends. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.